Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Deanne Erica and welcome to another episode of In Due Time. I am truly delighted that you've chosen to join me today. So today's topic I know may have caused some people to go, what the heck is she talking about now? Today we're going to talk about the ability to just be able, because the truth is not everybody can, everybody ain't able. What do I mean by that? Recently, I had a really great conversation with my son, who is actually serving time in a prison for something that he didn't do, so it's state charges. He's actually been in there for 12 years now. And so whenever he calls, our conversations are, of course, very different, but there's only 30 minutes. And he can't make another call for another 45 minutes after that call ends, and then that's only if you know, there's no one in the line and the phones are available and all of this. So our conversations are always just wonderful 30 minutes of time in my day to connect with him. On this particular conversation, my son was sharing with me some concerns that he had and I could hear it in his voice. You know, mom can tell on that. Hello. And I said, well, son, what's going on? Nothing. Okay, let's try this again. Son, I can hear in your voice. There's something going on. What's going on? And the thing about having only 30 minutes is you got to get it done. <laughs> it's not like, oh, well, you know, I'll come back in an hour, two hours. No, for every hour, that, minute that's ticking, you're using up your 30 minutes. So he finally shared with me what his concern was. He had been working with some young men in there. And one of the things that, that let me explain, one of the things that he has been dedicated to um, in the last couple of years is really helping young men be able to navigate their, what I call their incarceration incubation. They are in there and there's very little opportunities in a lot of these prisons for them to really do things. And so it's up to them to have the initiative to figure out how can they make the best use of this time. So one of the things that my son has done, a number of things, is he's been dedicated to helping them to, to navigate the system, navigate their time in there, knowing who to trust, looking for the signs, understanding what it means. He started a program called Books of Answers. Um, he taught the couple of guys how to read as they shared with me. They didn't know how to read, and some of them who then were also working on their GED, they, he tutored them and he helped other guys or invited other guys to help them on this mission of helping them to pass their GED. You learn some things after 12 years in prison. And so he decided that now that he's getting ready to come home, he, he's sharing what he has learned. He has taught them to focus on building character, um, building strength a mental strength of endurance to be able to sustain what they're seeing and what they're experiencing and how they're being treated. He works with them on purposeful acts to support each other. One of the basics that they really look out for each other with is food and hygiene items. For those who are not familiar with how the prison system works, they do provide you with three meals. If you've been looking on social media, you may have seen some pictures of what's provided and not all of it is necessarily um, something you can eat, <laughs> but they serve it anyway because they figure what the hell, you know, people are just in prison, what you going to do? But they do have opportunities to be able to go to the store. They call it commissary. 
and that's where they can then buy many of the same items. It's like going into a grocery store. You can buy the same items. It's just at a cost. This amount, this money, the, the commissary items must be purchased with money that's on your account. So if you don't have someone out here to send you money in there, then you really can't go to commissary. It requires having funds. So one of the things that he and his band and group of brothers, let's call it, come together and, and identify as, okay, are you doing the right thing in terms of staying focused, staying out of trouble, following the rules, focusing on building character, focusing on um, acts of kindness, acts of support with each other. Yes, there are times that you really do have to take a stand, but you also have to know which battles to pick and who to pick the battles with. And he shared with me the story of a young man who was struggling. So my son, they transfer these individuals for, to different facilities for whatever reason at different times. They have no power or control over this. So he recently got transferred to this new um, different prison. And there was a young man, after he had been there for a couple, a couple of weeks, there was a young man who uh, was totally strung out on drugs, totally. And he fell out and he was just going through like a really what appeared to be a very, a very torturous time. And he noticed that a lot of the guys, supposedly, you know, the brotherhood, they were ignoring him. And so my son was like, okay, listen, what's going on? We got to help him. And the guys were like, yo, we have tried to help him and he's going to go back to his ways. Every time we give him money, he uses it to buy drugs. He doesn't use it for food. He doesn't use it for hygiene. He doesn't go to classes. He's not involved in any of the groups. So my son decided, well, no, 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 no. There must be something that, you know, we're not, we're not doing. We got to help him. We can't just leave him like this. So he helps the guy up and, you know, helps the guy into his cell and the guy throws up and he's feeling better and he gets some water and he brings some food and he's having conversations with him. And he's like, I can't leave you behind. You've got to be able to come. We've got to, you know, you got to focus on going home. That's what we're all here to focus on. You've got to make sure that you keep your eyes on that. We can do this. Come with us. Be a part of the army. Moving forward to positivity. We can do this together. And none of the other brothers came forward to help him. They said, man, you're wasting your time. So my son was a little distraught about this. And he's like, why? Why won't anybody help him? I said, well, what happened after that incident? He said, you know what, mom? He went and he did it again. I gave him food. I gave him some hygiene items. Cleaned, had him clean himself up. Was talking to him. He was like, yeah, man. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then mom... A couple days later, saw the brother again, and he was going through the same thing. My son said, I just can't leave him. He can be a part of our group. We can help him. My response to my son was, no, you can't. That guy ain't able. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that we're to leave those who are weak. Don't get me wrong before you all start jumping on me. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that... Everybody has a purpose and a mission. And if part of your mission is to ignite a force, to ignite a group, you have to recognize that not everybody can play the same role in that group. If you're going to have an entourage, let's say, not everybody's going to have the same positions within that entourage. 
And I'm not talking about paparazzi and, you know, celebrity entourage. I'm talking about just a group of kindred spirits on a mission to fulfill a purpose. And if that's what you are doing, you have to recognize that while everybody may be willing, everybody just ain't able. And no amount of assistance that you can provide will make them able. There's also this. Just because that person is not exhibiting the strength, the endurance, the capabilities, the skill sets that others in the group may be experiencing does not mean that they are not there for you to fulfill a mission, a purpose. They're there for you to be able to build something. If what you need to build, for example, is compassion and the ability to show kindness and the ability to help someone who may be experiencing weaker moments, then you can only do that if you experience another human being who is in need of that. So that person's purpose and mission may not necessarily to be a part of your entourage, a part of your army, a part of your mission, a part of your group. What your interaction with them is, is to be able to develop that compassion, that kindness, that patience. And if they are not experiencing some let's call it, we may review it as some adverse types of situations. In this case, the guy was addicted to drugs. He had maybe some other mental health issues that were going on. And as a result of that, he felt that he could lose himself in drugs because it would probably help him to transcend whatever he was going on with him. We all have our demons. That's a whole other episode, and that's not what today's episode is about. So to go back to... When we're encountering these individuals, it's not everybody who can go with you. And that's what I was explaining to my son. You may want him to be a part of the entourage. You may want him to be a part of this mission and this brotherhood, but he just ain't able. And that's why the other guys were like, look, there's nothing we can do for him because you have to be realistic. The resources that you are then pulling in and providing to that other person in the name of, oh, I'm going to help you get there. You're taking away from your mission. You can help, but you have to know how far you can go in helping. You have to know when you can step back. You have to know when simply enough is enough. I've done all I can, and now it's time for me to move on. I am going to have to leave you here so that I can go out there, go home, and be able to help and fight for some resources that you're going to need because I don't have the skill sets to be able to help you. And that's true regardless of whether you're in prison or you're out here, regardless of whether you are in the land of the free, ha ha, ha ha, the United States, or you're in any other part of the world. Wherever you are, you're going to encounter the same types of challenges. There are people who you're going to want to come with you and they just can't make it. But that doesn't mean that they don't have a purpose. They do. Their purpose was to teach you those traits that you're exhibiting in your interactions with them. Everybody has a purpose. It may not look the way that you think it should, but everybody has a purpose. And just because they may want to come with you, it don't mean that they're able. They may want to, want to, want to, while they can't. It doesn't mean that they can I explained to my son that if you are going to then assign members of your group to help him, how in the world, when you all are engaged in a mission, will they be focused? Because there's going to have to be, those stronger guys are going to have to be taking care of this other guy. 
Look, Harriet Tubman didn't take everybody with her. She knew that everybody wanted to be free, but there were some people that fear was greater than their want for freedom. There were other people who like physically, yo, I just can't make it. She didn't go, well, I'm gonna take you anyway. I'm gonna drag you. She was like, look, I understand. However, I gotta go. I gotta go. That same resilience, that same determination is what I was saying to my son. You have to recognize who can go with you and who can't. You have to recognize what role these individuals have to play. And then that's how you build that strength, that movement, that group, that entourage of like-minded kindred spirits who can be there with you. The next time that you have to make a decision about who's with you, who can and who can't, who able and who ain't able, do not listen to those who go, well, you know, we have to. If you have done all that you can and you have tried all that you can and that person still isn't responding, then you know what? They need greater help. And in some instances, it's professional help that you're not able to give. That's not your area of expertise. And there's no reason at all for you to feel badly about it. You ain't able to give it and they ain't able to receive it. At the end of the day, we just ain't able. It's not a bad thing. Challenge of the week. You know, there's always a challenge. So for this week's challenge, I want us to really look at those people in our lives that we interact with. And for those who we may have thought, well, why? Why do I keep responding to this person who is having this experience of addiction or this experience of depression or this experience of always lying or this experience of creating an alternate truth? Why do I keep giving my time and interacting with them? Are these individuals who, after you do this interaction, you feel totally depleted and you say, you know, next time, next time you come across, I'm I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to have to say no. The challenge is, have you said no? The challenge is, have you recognized truthfully and honestly who within your circle just ain't able? Have you been able to do that? And if not, why not? And when are you going to do it? That's a challenge. Recognize who's able. Recognize who ain't able. Are you still trying to make them able? Because you can't. When are you going to cut them? And if not now, then when? And another question you may want to ask yourself is, why? If it is that you want to feel needed, there are other ways to be able to do that. Don't do a disservice to them by keeping them close to you because you want to feel needed. Your feeling needed isn't helping them with their particular situation. Challenge of the week. Who's able? And if they ain't able, why are you still up in it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Interesting. It's life. Trust and believe. That all of these situations that I'm sharing with you, these conversations, it's in the hope that the people who are listening will understand you're never alone. And the things that you may be thinking about or experiencing that you feel that you can't talk to anybody about, know that there is someone out there experiencing the same emotions, the same feelings, the same insecurities, whether it's joy, happiness, pain, pleasure. We're all experiencing it. And it may take a moment, but we will all be able to get together in due time. I would love to hear from you. Want to know how you're doing on the challenges? Would love to get feedback on what you think of the topics in the podcast. So please do reach out to me. 
on email at podcast at gmail.com. Again, my email is podcast at gmail.com. It's always a pleasure. I know we will meet again. Absolutely. In due time. And until then, take care.